Hello and welcome back to the Gamify Everything podcast. We cover all things metaverse, blockchain, Web3, and beyond. I'm your host, Monica Miller, and I'm excited to dive into episode 37 today. Last week, we chatted with the CEO and COO of Art Chops, in addition to the CEO of Montana Games. Together, Art Chops and Montana Games are building hybrid summer camp tournament events that combine the competitive and the creative. Be sure to check last week's chat on any of Gamify's socials or on your preferred podcast platform. Today's episode transitions nicely in the realm of education from our chat last week. Today, we'll be joined by Felipe Felipe Pereira, the CEO of CrowdClass, a platform that is changing the game of online learning, where students are engaged to develop new skills, are rewarded for online learning, and have public validation of achievements. Welcome to the Gamify Everything podcast, Felipe. How are you doing today? Hello, Monica. Uh, Nice to be here. Uh, Yeah. Doing great. Uh, Thank you. Sun is shining out there. It's a great day. Um, Super glad to hear Closing yeah, up all my tasks. Yeah, it's the end of the workday for you here, huh? Almost there. Yeah, it's, it's 5 p.m. here. Yeah, uh, would you mind telling our viewers where you're uh, tuning in from today? Yeah, I'm tuning in from uh, from Lisbon in, uh, in in Portugal, in the southwest corner of, of the European continent. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Well, thank you again for your time today and joining us on the Game of Fire Everything podcast. I'm super excited to dive into the work that you've been doing at CrowdClass. Um, I was looking at your deck uh, yesterday when I was thinking about the questions that I wanted to ask you, and I'm really impressed by um, the vision that you have, and I would love to hear a little bit more about it. So let's talk first about your transition into the blockchain and Web3 space. Um, where did you start and how did you get to CrowdClass? Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about that story. Okay. Uh, cool. That's... Uh, that is a, a, a good start and, and maybe not just maybe not getting too long, but uh, I, I guess the best way is to, to start back in my, um, my, my college years. Uh, so I, I, um, I graduated in, in, in computer science about 11, 12 years ago, ended up never writing a, a actual line of code, <laughs> uh, since, since then, but I've always been very close to tech environments because I'm kind of native to to those. But by the time I was finishing my uh, uh, my, my graduation, I was also very involved in other other things like clubs, associations, and and, and especially in, in Europe around what's called youth in action programs. And mm-hmm. I was very into non formal education uh, around classroom learning, workshop facilitating facilitation. In these environments, and right after college, I actually launched a startup uh, called Get Skilled uh, around doing non-formal workshops, non-formal learning workshops for for youth, whether they were uh, students finishing their their courses, and we were delivering like soft skills trainings to get them ready uh, for careers, uh, for a career life, or we were working with NGOs or student associations to train their, uh, their leadership boards. So, um, I, uh, right out of college, I launched an educational startup. Um, me and my partner, we ended up closing it, uh, about a, about a year ago. It, it was, it was fun. We learned a lot. We were also young, <laughs> kind of naive. And then I moved into the corporate world. I worked as a consultant for for a few years in, in 
boutiques, consulting companies, and also at KPMG. Uh, was also a corporate training trainer there. Uh, but after about three years, I decided to leave that world and move into the startup world. Uh, and, and I joined um, and I worked on, on different startups, all very early stage startups, being always the third or fourth employee. And um, I worked um, at a marketplace for strategic consultants first. Then I moved into a SaaS company uh, here in Portugal um, at, uh, for for manufacturing, um, where I where I led uh, and built the first customer success teams and sales teams for for, for those companies. So I kind of have this eclectic career. But wow. um, last year, uh, I uh, I I was already quite involved in part time. In the crypto world, I was uh, I already entered into the blockchain and crypto rabbit hole. You know, um, I was doing some trading on the side. I was always very interested in the decentralization movement. Yeah. Um, and then last year, I decided to join uh, a, a protocol, a small startup building a, a decentralized um, protocol for software development called Bpro Network and I joined as head of ecosystem and that's where I entered into the web of three world nice. um, like doing a deep dive uh, to it and, and yeah most my my last year 2021 was fully into the crypto uh, and web3 rabbit hole and earlier this year, Bpro got acquired, and uh, by Taikai Network, they merged, and I used that uh, moment to, to decide to leave because at the same time I was already uh, working on the idea of Crowd Class, and the the idea of of, of Crowd Class was always around uh, because I have I'm very connected with education. I, I like. Uh, education, people development a lot. Uh, and I was also uh, into the, the decentralization movement. Uh, I was always wondering how can we mix these two worlds of, yeah. uh, uh, of, uh, of education. In Web3, we started to see the appearance of these ideas of the learn to earn movement and so on and so forth. And so Craft Class appeared um, as with the main goal of kind of creating a bridge between Web3 and, uh, and, and, and Web3 and explore how Web3 can uh, can empower education. And yeah, so I finished I finished my term at, uh, at Bpro and, and Taikai and early, around February decided to go full-time and, and start working on the problems. And long story short, I'm here now. <laughs> You're here now on the Gamify Everything podcast, getting yeah. to talk all about your work, which is incredible. Um, congratulations on all the um, progress you've made so far. I really like that, you know, you started out in EDU and you kind of circled back and found yourself back here. So it seems yeah. like that is, that's your place. That's your niche. That's where you want to be. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about like your big vision for crowd class. You know, you're coming into this the education world after the pandemic, a little fragmented. It's, uh, you know, we had folks digital learning. Um, we tried to adapt to that. And now we're trying to, I guess, 
break down tradition and rebuild something else in the digital age is kind of what I'm getting um, as, as a result of this um, experience yep. that we collectively had. So would you mind sharing a little bit more about that big picture vision for what you see CrowdClass accomplishing um, as CEO? Yeah, no, so um, yeah, happy to, happy to do that. And, and, and yeah, our, our big vision uh, is, is to become uh, a Web3 powered ecosystem for, uh, for lifelong learning and to incentivize uh, lifelong learning um, via uh, decentralized micro-credentials, via different types of education, and by enabling people to build their own learning path, their own learning career, be verified and, and recognized by those learnings um, and, and get access to job opportunities, career growth, personal development because of everything that you're, uh, uh, you're building on, on your learning, uh, on, on your learning career, right? And, and, and as you said, so the, the educational world is going through massive change, like the, the online um, uh, education uh, movement took it's been uh, around for many years, but kind of took off a lot with um, with with COVID. Uh, but uh, in addition to that, uh, what 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 ended up creating is again, like you said, there's a lot of fragmentation of learning experiences across the internet, across the world. Now people learn on self based courses online. They learn with cohort bases based courses online. They they learn. With blended learning, with a mix of presential and, and online, uh, they learn on YouTube, on TikTok, yeah. but they also learn on universities and schools, and they also learn on 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 the job, right? And 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 the reality is that there's this huge fragmentation of um, of the learning career of someone, uh, but at the same time, there's the fact that you have a huge skill gap in the entire world at the moment. So no matter how people are being developed, it's still not enough for for the skills that are currently needed and even less for the skills that will be needed in five to ten years. Um, but also at the same time, many of those learnings are not recognized, mm-hmm. right? So which kind of causes the fact that people have skills that are not being validated and, and seen by whoever is also needing people with those skills, right? So, uh, so our our vision is to create this ecosystem where people learn, create their own learning path. They get validated and seen. They are incentivized to pursue lifelong learning, which is critical these days. And then they got access to to opportunities because of that. Um, that's that, that's kind of where where we want to go uh, with with CloudClass. Excellent. Yeah, um, I resonate with that. You know, after I finished high school, college and entered the real world, I was like, man, learning doesn't stop. Uh, It's just different. It's just different when you're not in that kind of, um, I guess, environment, the classroom environment. It's uh, it's, uh, like on the job learning almost. Um, You just kind of have to roll with the punches and that can sometimes be hard to manage if you if you don't have uh, direction or uh, someone who can you can speak to about it or you know resources online. So um, combining 
all of those different spaces into one place. So you're trying to bring content from YouTube, educators, everything to one platform, right? Is that the idea? Okay. So yeah, it is. It is the idea in with uh, with a, a, a primitive that connects them all, which will be the credentials. So to put it in a little bit more practical terms, right? What we are building with with CrowdClass is uh, two things. One is a tool for educators and uh, and institutions and instructors that we called Crowd Credentials, which is a tool that allows uh, anyone as uh, uh, um, courses or creates learning experiences to create um, and issue um, digital diplomas and certificates in the format of NFTs, right? So, and then this is one of the aspects of Web3 on, um, uh, on, on, on CrowdClass, right? Because NFTs allow for independently verification of these micro-credentials. They work as proof of learning, right? And so what we're building at first is this CrowdCredentials tool for educators where they can, def- where can they issue these digital diplomas, they can define and set eligibility criteria for these these diplomas, monitor learner engagement, and so on and so forth. Right. So we're starting with this, which is a, a, a tool where at least the people that will participate on these learning environments will get will get um, certified and, and, and validated. Right. This is our first 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 step and what we are currently focused on. As we are growing, we will then want to launch Crowd Academy, which will be an academy for the students, right? Which will be the single place for the students to create their own journey, which Mm -hmm. we will be aggregating courses that come from multiple sources with the common denominator is that they all provide uh, validation or several validations of the learnings and they have incentive mechanisms embedded. Right, so in the sense, uh, you can be participating in a course that maybe happen on a, on, a, on a standard platform like maybe a Udemy or a Skillshare, and then you get a certificate or a badge from that. But then after that, you can also participate on a cohort-based course, on a live uh, course, uh, on a blended learning experience, and then create your your own your own path. This is uh, what uh, on on more concrete terms, the 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 direction that we're taking, CrowdClass with first Crowd credentials, a tool to issue and and, and emit uh, certificates and credentials on chain, and uh, our, our ecosystem for learning, where there's uh, this common denominator. And then the idea is that as we grow this uh, ecosystem, we plan to also release a token. Which will be a class token we use as an incentive mechanism within the ecosystem to do what incentivize lifelong learning, right? And in it, making it maybe uh, on even clearer terms, imagine that maybe you start, I don't know, uh, an introduction to Python, right? You want to learn Python, uh, uh, a programming language. Again, you start the course. Uh, Happens on Udemy, introduction to Python. You finish it, you get two badges and a credential. That's nice, right? And after that, CrowdClass will tell you, okay, here's your 
um, here's your first digital badges. Do you want to continue learning Python? So here are maybe three different learning experiences that you can move on next. Or maybe you just learn intro to Python. Do you want to maybe learn another language? And so you create your learning path. And then we can use a bit of gamification with token systems. Okay, if you if you start the course within the next two weeks or the next step, you get some kind of additional incentive like token rewards and so on mm -hmm. and so forth. If you enter a course and you complete it, you get token rewards and then you just create this flywheel where people stay within the ecosystem and continue to be incentivized for, for, for learning. That is incredible. To get paid to learn, to get paid to play video games is the first thing I heard and now to get paid to learn. That is incredible. Um, I'm really curious to hear a little bit more about the student experience. I like the fact that you guys are building in a cohort where students can get that communal feeling. Um, that's kind of the big part of the classroom that um, most folks are really interested in and probably what was one of the hardest impediments um, with the digital age, trying to get everybody on Zoom, the cameras on, you know, it's such, such a weird kind of awkward experience. Um, how do you guys see that community space for students and educators kind of building out? Do you guys have... Um, like a Discord, Telegram at the moment? Is it going to be incorporated into the platform? What's your vision for the community side of things? Yeah, so we, we still don't have uh, uh, neither a Discord or, 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 or a built community because we are still trying to understand what is the right approach to it and yeah. we want to get it right. So we're not, we're not rushing into, uh, into, into that. The way that uh, we uh, we envision uh, that uh, that that community to to grow is actually around possibly micro communities. So th th there will be uh, a big community around CrowdClass as the entire uh, ecosystem, which will be mostly people who support the ecosystem, support the the project. We want we want to be involved. Uh, who want to maybe be uh, ambassadors on, on 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 their local places and 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 ambassadors of this new way of um, of of thinking education and rethinking education and empowering micro credentials as a way to build your own curricula and and so there there will certainly be and and we do feel that we have some supporters for the main core. Um, uh, community around the ecosystem, but what we want to further empower is communities, uh, sub-communities around actual topics of learning, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's um, that that's where we feel that there's a lot of power. Again, yeah. so you might uh, you might be a member of the crowd class community because you are part of the ecosystem, but if you are learning Python. Your your biggest interest at some point is in, is interact with others that are going through that journey, right? Or similar journeys, or maybe you are interested on people who are getting jobs uh, on with with Python or 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 in um, in that same field of of knowledge, right? So so there's this uh, kind of two levels of um, of, uh, of communities that we envision. That we are still trying to figure out what's what's the best way to to implement them further, um, 
but that in my mind make, make a lot of sense, right? So one is the yeah. crowd class community as a whole, right? Supporters of the project, supporters of uh, the general thinking of owning your own education, building your own learning path and, and, and bringing more people into the network as a whole. And then there are sub-communities, which are somehow communities of practice or learning around specific topics where people are more there more because, okay, I'm going through my own learning path around uh, crypto, Python, and finance, whatever, and I want to to share this experience with people who are on the same page. Um, yeah. So yeah, building these two levels of communities, the challenge that we we know that we will be facing, we, we are exploring some ideas around, around there, but we're not rushing because we want first to get the credentialing system right, build steady, um, the instructor side ready, and then we'll focus on, on that front. Yeah, one step at a time. But it's good that you're thinking about it. And it sounds like you've taken like a traditional gaming model. Like, you know, you got your gamers, they're all up here, but they got those sub communities. You got your Fortnite players, you got your League of Legends players, you yeah. got your Diablo players. Um, so it sounds like you guys are heading on the right track um, on that. Yeah. So I, I, I go and I'm, I'm a gaming gaming fan and, and, and right. I think there's there's a lot that you can learn from games uh, especially when it comes to engagement and, and participation that you can bring uh, to, to education in, in many right. levels. Yeah, lots of transferable skills learned in games. Um, lots yeah. of, especially if you're playing multiplayer games with other people you get yeah. to learn some stuff that you can't really learn in the classroom. Um, so I'm a, I'm a big advocate for that. Um, I talk your ear off about it. <laughs> but like, this is about crowd class today. And, you know, one of the things about education and, and life is that it can sometimes be challenging. And I'm sure that you and um, your partner have experienced um, some challenges along the way. Would you mind sharing about some of these things that you've experienced and how you've overcome them as you begin to shape out the vision of crowd class in the flesh? Um, so... I mean, we've been facing pretty much a lot of challenges. The whole time, every time. Any early stage startup yeah. phase, right? Yeah. And, um, the, 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 the main ones are, are, are definitely making sure that we are adjusting uh, our, um, uh, our actions to something that we, 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 we see that is there's a, a need in, in, in the market, right? So going constantly iterating on the product, on the positioning, on the messaging, so, so that we are uh, in, in, in tune with, uh, with, with the market. And that's, that, that's, that's, that's a, constant, um, uh, a, constant, a constant challenge. Um, and um, other is definitely the market situation, right? I mean, yeah. we, uh, we as a, a, a Web3 uh, uh, based startup and early stage startup all in all, it's definitely, we had like very extravagant years um, until maybe the, the beginning of, of this year, even maybe February, March when we were starting. And suddenly there's, there's a new uh, way that there's a new world order somehow, you know, or markets are a little bit more cautious, investors are a little bit more cautious, users are a little bit more cautious. 
Hyde supporters are a little bit more cautious, uh, and um, uh, and we have to adapt to that, right? And and, and make sure uh, that uh, that we we are we are adapting to all of this, right? And, and that is constantly again revisiting our business model, our revenue model, making sure that we're building something sustainable. Yeah. Uh, all in all, and finally, I think the uh, the the last uh, challenge that we always put for ourselves is making sure that we're doing something that has actual utility and value. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't want to be a blockchain company just because we're a blockchain company. We don't want to be a Web three company just because of it. And and we also don't want to be an experimental project just trying new things on on the space. We we want to be uh, we constantly challenge ourselves to make sure that what we're doing has impact on the real world uh, on the web on the non Web three natives on that, that that is actually bring value to to real world and creates real world impact. Yeah, and as an early stage startup, you kind of always have to be on your toes, ready to pivot, ready to make those yeah. changes and. Uh, it can really yeah. fry the brain sometimes. So oh, it does. It does. Yeah. But it's fun. It's fun. I mean, uh, we uh, we we do it because we're passionate about it. Uh, For sure. I, I wouldn't be doing anything else at this stage. So, uh, in 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 the end, it's it's what moves us to. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to what you guys are bringing to this space and. I do have a one final like discussion starter that we can uh, chat on. This one will probably take a few minutes, but you know, thanks to the internet and all the kind educators throughout the world, a lot of like college course material is free and accessible online, which kind of challenges traditional education models. And like we said earlier in the chat, you know, crowd class is really disrupting this tradition by introducing a digital personalized engaging and also like financially uh, positive, I guess, uh, experience. So how do you see this shaping the future of education at large? I know this is like a big question, um, but would love to hear your thoughts about what you see the future of education looking like worldwide when it comes to lifelong learning, again, because it is this process that doesn't end after you graduate high school or college. Oh, yeah. So... So yeah, it is. It is. It is a big, um, um, a big, a big question. And yeah, I think the the future of of, of education is around um, uh, uh, a huge mix of learning experience that you get throughout your career. The future of education doesn't stop when you get your college degree, and mostly because, and we've been seeing. Nowadays, the world has gone global. The world has gone flexible. The one has gone remote. I mean, so there's no lifelong careers anymore. So you have to build your own, yeah. right? And 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 if in the past the lifelong career would make that probably the company or the enterprise you would work for would take care of your growth. People have to own their own learning a little bit more, their yeah. own personal development. They have to own it uh, conceptually, but they also have to own it like realistically, and, and that's where things like the micro credentials come um, uh, to 
fruition, right? And and it's important to one cultivate this uh, this mindset uh, because the skills that are needed today are very different than the skills that were needed maybe ten years ago for the overall workforce, and in ten years it will be even it will change even more. And in 25 years, we don't even know. So we, we have to be constantly, and, and this is scary, right? This is very scary because uh, as, as individuals, it, it kind of feels like we have to be on our toes every our entire life, right? We have to be constantly yeah. updating ourselves. On, on a way, that's also, that's a bit scary too. But on, on the other way, that's super empowering, right? And I think that, the future of education will be that uh, there will be more and more uh, opportunities for learning in many different places, right? We already have, obviously, live courses, uh, real life. We have uh, on- online learning is evolving a lot. Um, but, but I think there's so much more that we can actually do, and especially things like AR and, and virtual reality will uh, will will affect a lot how we can like 10x the way that we do education nowadays because then you can bring people from all over the world into the same classroom that classroom environment can be something completely unique um right and keep creating engaging experiences uh over and over and over again for for the learners of 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 the world and and so i think there will be a bigger mindset in the people uh, that they have to be continuously learning. Already a lot of people have those. There will be, again, huge fragmentation of different types of experiences in, in, in the world for your own learning. And again, what what we believe and what we personally believe in, in, in ProQuest is that things like the blockchain and the Web3, they can help kind of uh, aggregate all of those uh, learnings, experiences into a ledger that you can verify, certify, collect, mm-hmm. you know, and, and over time you will have your own education as a collectible of, of, um, of, of badges and rewards that, and those learning experiences can happen, um, can, can happen, can happen anywhere. So, so yeah, I think that's where we're heading with, with education, with lifelong, with lifelong learning, uh, there's there's no more all of us just being a graduate from the same course, right? Yeah. There's uh, everyone will be much more unique uh, by the because of the learning path that they decided to take throughout their own journey. Uh, everyone. Uh, will be more engaged to continue the, the lifelong learning and uh, their own. And that will open up doors for people to to have access to to the to the careers of the future that we don't know that. that, that, that don't, they don't exist yet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's big, yeah. a big vision. And I, I totally agree with that. Like making the educational experience independent. Everybody has their own little way of learning. You got your kinesthetic learners, your visual learners, your um, those who learn through audio. Um, so 
hearing about VR and AR coming into the game as a visual learner and sometimes as a kinesthetic learner, that sounds badass to me. Um, yeah. So I'm excited to see that shape up. No, I'm very, I'm very also, again, it's, we, uh, it's not necessarily the, the area that, that, we, that we are, are playing now, but, but I'm, I'm very bullish on, on, on how online education will also be changed uh, when, when AR and virtual reality uh, come to uh, a, a next step of commoditization across the world, which which we're not there yet, to, to be fair. Getting close, getting close. But yeah. we did have a, a few a question um, here in the uh, chat. I have uh, we got someone who said sounds a great idea. Crowd class is building, and then from Paul Wicker, we have what's the main goal of crowd class? I think we touched on this a little bit at the beginning, but if you'd like to close out. Um, with that, no, yeah, that, that's a good question. Again, our, our main goal is is kind of to be the backbone uh, in the ecosystem that guides the lifelong learning of the individual via credentialing and, 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 and certification. Right? It's it's this ecosystem that creates a single source um, for for a, a, a student to navigate their learning journey, whether they then participate. On a self-paced course or an, uh, um, a virtual reality experience or a longer uh, cohort-based course, right? We we want to be the backbone that kind of aggregates these these experiences using micro credentials and, and tokens. Kind of has the primitives that connect the ecosystem uh, that that can then be sparse uh, across multiple. Uh, multiple uh, multiple environments, uh, and yeah, our, our our goal, really, really goal, is then to incentivize people to continue learning throughout their careers, to grow further on their careers, and um, and be constantly uh, looking to to grow themselves, incentivizing yeah. career and personal development. Anyway. Expanding the mind forever. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Felipe, this was a, a wonderful chat. I'm wondering, um, where can we find CrowdClass or yourself online if any of our guests or audience would like to reach out to you later? Yeah, so, yeah, you can find CrowdClass at uh, well, CrowdClass.com and, and you can find me on on, on Twitter uh, with FPP underscore PT and, and also on, on LinkedIn. Just browse my Philip CrowdClass. You can, you can find me there. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm usually... Not highly active uh, uh, on uh, uh, every day, uh, but uh, but every at least once a day or two, I I go to Twitter to to share some thoughts and, and see. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you again for your time today on the Gamify Everything podcast. Yeah, of course. We'll talk soon, and everybody, we'll see you next week. Take care. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. <laughs>